Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Beth, Damien, and Jarrett. On today's podcast, we discuss this week's pop culture news. Damien, man, two pop culture news in a row? Yeah, and I think both of them I was notified like approximately eight minutes beforehand. We had this conversation last time, though. You're not putting a whole lot of prep prep work into the uh, the PCN, right? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Although I've contributed a few things to the uh, the backlog. You were uh, what the kids call fire last mm, last time. You, were, you brought the goods last time. All right, don't put that pressure on me. You is your microphone working this time? I mean, it appears to be. The red lights on mm. and the wavy things are going. <laughs> okay, Beth. What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. New sneakers? Shh, new sneakers. Damien, you see those sneakers she posted today on Instagram? Dude. <laughs> it took it took all of my being not to respond in all caps with I what are those? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Dude. Jared, you seen them? I have I have seen those, yeah. <laughs> they are pretty funny. Wait, wait, how, how you see them, bro? They're on Instagram. Story, bro. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I bought them. <laughs> Jared, you got the same ones? <laughs> they don't make them to size 13 men, so unfortunately <laughs> Matchy <not>. match. <laughs> Dude, Damien, before you got on, right, we're going to talk about pop culture news at some point, but I haven't seen you guys in a little while. I had a meltdown on Monday. I only saw Damien for like 3.4 seconds. Um, I was there for that. Jared just said he's going to be in San Diego next month. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. For what? At the Pseudo Comic Con. No, yeah, I got, uh, a, I got family out there, so I'm going to <laughs> go quarantine in their house for a week. Nice. So, I mean, I feel obligated. I got to drive to San Diego and like take a walk with the guy at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know take what Beth's going to do. Take a romantic but, walk. I mean, San Diego is a romantic place, man. Mm. You'd be so lucky. <laughs> All right, man. A lot, a lot of news. Beth, does it bother you that four weeks from today should have been Comic-Con? Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. It sucks, right? Yeah. Like, it bums me out. I, these two schmoes don't understand it. But, like, uh-uh. I had a conversation with Nicolette. Everything, <clears throat> we're not going to get, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here. But, like, my life completely changed to having a baby, which it should have, right? So I adapted to that. Six months later, fucking COVID, had to readapt. Like, my life is... Not great in in terms of like my hobbies right now. Mm-hmm. So four weeks away from Comic Con, it just bums me out a lot because now we're another year, four weeks in a, in a year. Yeah, like we're not getting your like countdown Instagram posts. It's like upsetting. Should I start doing that just to do it? Yeah, do it. Why like three hundred ninety four days, three hundred ninety three yeah. days. All right. <laughs> Damon, you gonna come down to take a romantic walk with Jarrett? I don't think so. I would like to, no? but I don't think so. Probably he's catch already a cheap met flight. Jarrett, though, so that's... Yeah. He's the only one that's had the pleasure here. It's true. I mean, you've seen Jarrett. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I was on a yeah, flight fairly recently, so I feel like my I hit my risk quota for for the quarter. <laughs> I mean, you could still be contagious, man. It hasn't been 14 days since your flight. True. You have an N95 mask? Like, man, you how are you going to put some fucked up shit like that in my head? I'm feeling hot now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Symptoms. Jared, remember when he was going to be on the pod with us and he had the full meltdown? He's like, I feel like I got a fucking fever yeah. and I need, my friends can't bring me a thermometer. Oh yeah, I was on that one. I don't remember up. what it was. was it, low, it was a low grade fever. It's he was just up. hot. <laughs> I was just, I was legitimately just, I mean, I was worked up. 
Dude, we don't need you to get into my fucking neuroses like on the fierce podcast. <laughs> All right. Michael Keaton in talks to return as Batman. Jarrett, you and I are simpatico, I think, on a lot of things. And Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, I have no idea what you would think. But I think that you would be aligned with me in thinking, hey, if they're going to do the Flashpoint, so he's they're, they're alleging he's coming back in the Flash movie that supposedly is going to be coming out in 2022, I believe. And you would think that they're going to be doing the Flashpoint story arc from the comics. If that is the case, are they purely doing this because the DCEU had no fucking idea what they were doing to start, and now they have so many different things going on. They're just going to be like, hey, we're going to clean, we're going to tie up all our fucked up stuff with doing the Flashpoint, and that's going to tie a nice bow, nice ribbon on all these bullshit storylines. Is that what they're doing? That is... I think this is literally like a Hail Mary pass to like, please come see the next thing we make because I know no one really wants to see this fucking Flash movie because we fucked up the rest of it so hard. I can't imagine besides the hardcore DC fans, anybody cares about a Flash movie that doesn't star Grant Gustin. I think they're going to go even further with this. Now, like they're getting Keaton now. Like I think some other Batman's going to show up too. Like... If Val Kilmer's still alive by then, maybe him. <laughs> there's no way they get. There's no way they're going to get Bale, and they could no. maybe get Clooney. Like I could see Clooney doing it as a goof. Yeah, Clooney. He's got a sense of humor about these things. I mean, CGI Adam West. <laughs> Dude, maybe. maybe. I I just I don't. They're not getting Bale. I can't imagine Christian Bale does something like this. But then they're talking about having Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it as well as Batman. Oh, are they who, really? Yeah, who was you know oh, um, Bruce Wayne's dad in right. Batman vs Superman? Hmm. That's true. Oh, right. I like the best making Jesus. a face like no, that's not true. Uh, no, not as Batman. Uh, they uh, as they Batman's have... dad. I said. No, he played Batman's dad. I know in right. Batman vs Superman, but he's not. They didn't have him as Batman for it's. He's a, 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 as another character. In uh, Flashpoint, if they bring him back, he will be alternate Batman. He will be a Batman version. Oh, I thought there was... I can't remember who, but I thought there was another character that they said he was in talks to play. Damien, what do you think? Uh, about Keaton specifically? About Keaton specifically, okay, so I know that you don't have a whole lot of interest in the DCEU at this point anymore. Is Michael Keaton returning as Batman, which they haven't even said if he's really going to return as Batman. That's the rumor. Is that something... Is that enough nostalgia to make you go see this movie? No, I don't like I. I feel like it's a there's a generation gap or something like that. I don't I don't. It's he's definitely not a draw. I also feel like how's he gonna play Batman? He seems like he's got to be like eighty right now, right? Keaton's probably in his sixties, I would imagine. Yeah, that seems like an interesting pick. I mean, I think it's the most nostalgic because he's everybody's favorite Batman besides Bale, right? Is he for what like folks over? 35 yeah yeah here i am <laughs> some fucking strange noises <laughs> kakui yeah a ghost or something you waterboarding back there <laughs> it's not your goddamn <laughs> business mm. all right beth do you care about this would you be more pumped if jeffrey dean morgan came back as batman oh yeah of course you know i would that's my guy you liked the 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 flash show that's not yeah. enough to get you to see a flash movie 
I would see it. Yeah, the Flash for like a long time was like my favorite like superhero, because of like the show. You know, yeah. I really really liked it. So, because Grant Gustin will be in this movie because Ezra Miller was in the the Flash show, so they'll yeah. bring Gustin back if they do the Flashpoint. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. There's no way this movie's good. Yeah, I'm sure it's not gonna be good, but Jared, back I'll me up it. on this. Yeah, I mean, maybe it will be a little better than say Justice League and Batman vs Superman, but I don't think much better. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's well documented how I feel about Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda. Douche. Not donut. a massive fan. He's got the douche donut goatee. Not a huge fan. Seems like a lovely man. Mm-hmm. Seems ultra talented. He just for whatever reason annoys me. Also, I'm not into Broadway. So when I see the trailer for Hamilton and I see people, including people on our podcast team, losing their shit for Hamilton coming to Disney Plus, and I watch it and I think this is so unbelievably corny, and I put that on the this, the Discord app and I catch a lot of flack. Damien, you're one person who 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 threw said flack at me. I don't know if you can throw flack. You know what I'm saying. Why am I missing, how am I missing the, like, what am I missing about this trailer and why it's so important and it looks good and I'm like, it looks terrible and it looks corny as fuck with some, like, clown rapping going on. It just looks terrible, the whole thing. Help me understand what I'm missing. I don't know if I'm the right person to, like, try and help you understand because I haven't actually seen it in person. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I did, I did want to see it uh, and there was a plan to do that uh, a while ago, but COVID sort of threw that you know, off like as it did with many okay. things. I don't know. I just, I have literally never heard of anybody on the planet that I'm aware of, uh, having said anything negative about it. I'm not saying that it's not great. It might be amazing. My impressions of it is it looks corny to me, much like a lot of stage productions that are musicals look corny to me. Yeah. I just yes. have never, never heard that from anybody. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Perfect. Beth? Um, yeah, I'm going to watch it, definitely. And, you know, I've, I'm not, like, as, like, crazy about it as everyone else is. Because I don't really know, like, about it. I'm not, like, a, a big history person. So it's, like, that's – actually, Kelly was, like, oh, my gosh, did you watch the trailer? Like, she's so excited. And I was, like, I feel like I'm not going to get it because I'm not, like, a, a big history person. <laughs> she's, like, it explains the story. Like – you can watch it and you'll understand. History aside, Beth, mm-hmm. like not understanding the premise of it or not getting it. I'll, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Do you like musicals? Mm-hmm. Do you like going to live productions of musicals? Yeah. Okay. So I'm. am I wrong in thinking these are corny? No, you're not wrong. I can see where it's corny. That you like Lin-Manuel? something you'd be into. I don't really know him from much other than just like his social media presence and knowing he, the Hamilton and stuff. But yeah, I, I like him. So this, okay, maybe this is better. This reminds me of Glee. Yeah. So I the way I that. felt about Glee is how I feel about this. I think if you like Glee, then you probably like this. If you thought Glee was cringy, then you would probably think that about this as well. But maybe I'm completely wrong. And that's why I don't know. Am I missing like the cultural impact of this? Is there something, Damien, that I'm like missing that I don't know about? I get the history portion, but is there something else that was like important about this? Diverse cast, super diverse cast, which I understand. 
you know, it, it was what he was a substitute teacher, right? Who wrote this, mm-hmm. or I don't know if he was an actual teacher or substitute. He was a teacher of some sort that ended up writing this, and then you know, that was a big deal. So I get that, but is there something else I'm missing? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, I wish I'd seen it, and so I could like better articulate yeah. what it is. The thing that that like I don't know is the drawer maybe that people enjoyed with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, it's like a Broadway thing. You expect it to be theatrical, right? Like that's the whole point of all that stuff. Yeah, I think specifically it's the musical portion of it that, like, in, in the theatrical, like the the over the top of the actual, like musical portion, is what always throws me off. And it's just not this. I've seen other musicals, and I'm just like, oh, it's a lot. Jarrett, <laughs> you a big Broadway guy? You live right there. I live right there, and I don't think I've ever. I've seen like maybe two Broadway plays in my whole life, and they were probably both school trips. <laughs> well, there's the one where John Turturro was going to get stabbed, right? Right. There was that one. I don't even remember what that one was called. But uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree, this does look cheesy, but I feel like if you were sitting in a theater, that would come off better. Just like you'd forgive it a little bit. But like yeah. in context, as a movie version of a play, like it does seem, it seems way dumber than it probably would <laughs> if you just went and saw the play. I'm going to watch it, especially because I have Disney Plus already, and I don't think I'm going to watch it right when it comes out, but my wife likes musicals. I want to see like if what if if my my first instinct is completely wrong, and I'm hope I'm hoping it is since it's like such a juggernaut. I want to see like what I'm missing, but I just don't I don't know, man. And I, I think mean, it's going to be even worse on TV than actually sitting there watching it. Oh, I think it'll be absolutely worse on TV, but it won't cost you 200 bucks, so that'll be nice. That's a lot. It's, that's, that's, I would go see Hamilton if it wasn't like this, if it wasn't so crazy expensive to go to Broadway shows. Well, not only is it 200 bucks, but like it's was impossible to get tickets for a long time, right? I mean, you had, I, you had to enter like, enter like a lottery to get them at all if you wanted to. It's, it's a crazy thing. I would, ra- I would rather go see, I would, I would go see Book of Mormon before I went to see this. Yeah, I think comedies probably play better for me, too. Like, they, yeah. I, the, the idea of them sounds better. But what do I know? Mm. Beth, you want to watch it together? You want to come over? We can have a Hamilton viewing. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Joel Schumacher. Obviously passed away a few days ago. Um, I had no idea that he was 80, let alone had cancer. So passed away from cancer. I I always think of Joel Schumacher as the person who essentially, like, changed the course of Batman. Not his fault, but made it more comic booky and really changed what I liked about about Batman. So I've never really thought fondly of him as a filmmaker. I had no idea some of the movies he's made because you just don't hear about him that much. I sent this out and I said, Beth sent it to everybody, but specifically I asked Beth before we started the podcast, like, Hey, are you familiar with a lot of his work? Cause I was shocked when I was going through his IMDb and you said, yeah, I got like six movies. I don't remember how many you said five or six that you loved. So I want to know those five or six because I'm so I'm genuinely interested in this because I had no idea some of the movies he created and directed. And he was pretty versatile, it looks like. Like he had some comedies, some some dramas. He had like some in-betweeners. He had some really genre stuff. Give me your top six or whatever, however many you want to give me. And then I want to know what your favorite was. If Um, you can narrow it down. There's six. Okay, so um, St. Elmo's Fire. Like I grew up watching that movie. Okay. Um, the Client, same thing. That was like one of my favorite movies. Big Brad think. Renfro fan? Oh, yeah. Love Brad Renfro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, uh, A Time to Kill, and Phone Booth. Okay, hold on. You just hit me with you both Batmans? Yeah, like movies that I enjoyed, yeah, that I like that he directed. Mm-hmm. With the bat nipples? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. No Lost Boys? I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Falling down, no. Okay. No. Okay. Damien, I know you had like five minutes to prepare for this. And I don't know if you looked over Joel Schumacher's IMDb. No, I did not. Do you want to go over some of them real quick? Sure. Go for it. All right. So here's some of the hits, at least in my in my view. We're not going to talk about the NS uh in excess. Holy shit, I can't talk. Uh, music videos that he directed. We're gonna we're gonna pass right over mm-hmm. those. Um so Saint Elmo's Fire, which I'm shocked that Beth has seen that. I don't know why. Like a movie that came out in 1985, I don't expect you to have seen. Lost Boys, obviously. Uh, Flatliners. Flatliners is not a good movie, but it was a big deal because that was when Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts were engaged. Hmm. So that was like a big, big deal. And that movie was fucking atrocious. And somehow it got remade a couple years ago. Falling Down with uh, with Michael Douglas. The Client. He directed a Seal Kiss from a Rose video. Ooh. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Batman Forever, A Time to Kill, Batman and Robin. Is that not the weirdest three movie arc <laughs> in a row from any director ever? Eight Millimeter with Nicolas Cage, which is a fucking terrible, weird movie. Phone Booth, a movie called Bad Company with Chris Rock and Anthony oh, Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Chris, well, Chris Rock? I didn't know that Chris existed. Rock was but... a, Chris Rock was like a spy or something like that? It was not I didn't good. know it existed, but I might watch it tonight. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, number 23, Jim Carrey movie, which is atrocious mm. as well. Uh, and from there, it's just like nothing but House of Cards, two episodes. So, Damien, do you like any of those movies? Um, Lost Boys, for sure. Okay. Beyond that. Time to Kill? Uh, what's that? A Time to Kill? I never actually saw that one. Might be a good watch now. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Neither of the Batman movies? Uh, I would put everything else at the same level, like which is like, eh, yeah, it's it's a movie. Okay. It's it's a movie. The Client? You never watched The Client? Mm-mm. Man, you're missing some good like 90s movies, man. The Client's a good movie. Is that John Grisham? All right. Is that Grisham, Grisham book? Anybody? I think so, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, Susan Sarandon. I may have actually seen that one. Yeah, witnesses a murder uh, from the mob, uh, but it's like a suicide. But yeah. they think it's a murder. Okay, I think I did second. see that one. Okay. All right, so Lost Boys, that's it. That's all you got for me. Yep. All right. Jarrett? So I've got a soft spot in my heart for Flatliners just because that was uh, one of the movies that came out when my parents had the illegal cable <laughs> box and we stole pay-per-view. Okay. <laughs> so, and you, and, you uh, love, and- like, Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland? No, it was just that movie was on pay-per-view in a particular week, and it was like, we're stealing it. We're rebels. So we watched it like, you know, 400 times in the week that it was okay. just on repeat. Uh, I mean, falling down just because I think America needs to know the plight of the straight white man. It's just really, <laughs> it's just an untold story <laughs> that is just, I mean, especially today, like, this is what we need to hear. And uh, Yeah, I don't know. Does that movie hold up in uh, in 2020? I'm afraid to watch it. I don't really yeah. <laughs> it's rough. And, uh, for so, the incredible shrinking woman. When I was like a little little kid, like we saw that movie a bunch. I don't know why. 
I don't think uh, I've never even heard of that movie. With uh, I want to say Lily Tomlin. Mm, uh, okay. It is literally exactly what the title says. Like she <laughs> just shrinks for Incredibly. reasons for reasons I uh, I can't totally remember. Okay. Uh, she gets big at the end again though, so it's fine. Spoiler. Uh, yes. Yeah, spo- yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Probably don't need to watch it. Is that it like now. a major plot point at some point that they're like, "Oh, is she going to be able to get big again?" Yeah, exactly. I think like she. I don't even remember. Perfect. Fuck. Now I gotta watch. I gotta watch that again. <laughs> I haven't Perfect. seen it since I was like six. We'll we'll talk about it next next uh next pop exactly. culture news. Right. And right. Uh, I mean, Time to Kill is good. Eight millimeter is trash. And that Chris Rock spy movie is not good. <laughs> if you can believe that. <laughs> Are you not going to say Lost Boys? Oh, I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm Lost Boys. Do you like Lost Boys? <laughs> I do. I know like, that's kind of that's a that's a not all horror fans like that the, movie. It has the greatest last line of any movie in history. Like it's something like <laughs> it's. I forget the exact way he says it. I think like they're talking to their grandpa. He's like, "This town's like yeah. this town's like." It used to be good, except for all the fucking vampires or something like that. Yeah, he essentially <laughs> says it's a great place to live, except for the fucking vampires. Fucking vampires, and he had no idea the whole movie that he knew any of this was going on. I stand by that movie. That movie's still good. I, I didn't Ex- see it to later in life, but I remember seeing it. I was like, this this is all right. <laughs> it has one of the single greatest like uh, montage slash like live performance moments of the dude playing the saxophone in the mesh <laughs> outfit with not a chain like a gold chain like a fucking chain link like chain slick back hair ponytail like i don't know hip thrusting playing the saxophone damien remembers it's amazing yeah yeah all right i was just shocked by looking at his imdb on the amount of movies he did and the the how diverse it was and i'm also kind of shocked that best down for bat nipples Why do you like that movie? Like, what what gave what what was was it Alicia Silverstone? Like, what made that? I can understand Batman. Was it Batman Forever? Forever. Was Drew Barrymore right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you like Jim Carrey and you know Chris O'Donnell. Like, I understand why you like that. But why the why the next one? I mean, it was the whole Chris O'Donnell thing too. Like, he was like a huge back then, and like yeah. so that Batman Forever that was a. a one of the major draws obviously and drew being in it and then batman and robin was just the sequel to that basically the next one to that in the story so they both was chris o'donnell like a big draw he was for me like he was in a sure. lot of stuff you know mad love with drew barrymore that was like a movie i loved and he was yeah well, he was a big thing back then okay yeah i didn't, I didn't know like i've never mm-hmm. thought of him as like a as a big draw mm-hmm he just seems like a standard white dude. To yeah, me. he totally is. But yeah, he like was pretty just in, pretty in the... dime a dozen. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like like Matt Damon, Ethan Hawke are Chris O'Donnell, but better actors. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Damien, what are you laughing about? No, He's laughing I, at me again for some reason. No, come on, Beth. <laughs> Man, I'm the evil villain. Who invited this, this fucking guy today? <laughs> Damien, are you gonna go see a movie when uh, when the movie theaters open back up? I know we talked about this last time. But they have an official opening date now. Everybody is going to be requiring masks. AMC came out hot and was like, "Now nah, you don't need to wear a mask here. And the fucking social media got them. And they're like, now nah, you got to wear a mask. Ha, ha, ha. Are you going to go watch a movie? Let, let, me, let me rephrase that. Are they even going to open? It, it seems unlikely. It seems unlikely that sure. they would open. Like it, that they're actually going to open the doors. Um, and even if they did, absolutely not. I'm definitely not going to the movies. Jarrett, 
I don't think you think they're going to open either based on the conversation all three of us had, the four of us had last podcast. If they do open, how long do they stay open for? Because there's no chance they stay open for the rest of the year. Like See, zero chance. Here's here's the thing. I, before this past week, when like New York started kind of opening back up, I would have said like, yeah, they're not opening or like no one will go. But based on seeing like the packed restaurants on day one, like here, like I think we are hitting the point where people are just going like, fuck it, let's just fucking open it and we'll just let every, we'll just let the world burn because seriously, I don't even think most people even realize why we were still quarantining at this point. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you that they're going to open, I think, on time to what they're saying and that people are going to go. But I think that we're going to have such a shit show on our hands that they're going to be forced to close, just like everybody else is going to be forced to close. I don't even... That's the thing. I don't even think at this point that now that it's become a fucking political issue, which is ridiculous, that I don't think when stuff opens, I don't think anything's closing again. I think it's just going to be... I think it is literally I mean, the fuckets. Your governor just said he's ready to fucking shut it down again. He says that, but the I, you know what? The pressure that he's going to get after everything opens back up, I don't see. I really don't see him doing it again. What do you think, Beth? Um, yeah, I think it's going to open, and I think people are going to go. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it may shut down again, or like people are going to go, and then it'll die down, so it won't be as busy as it is at the beginning, and so they won't close again. I'm not sure. I won't be there. That's all I know. Yeah, there's zero chance I'm going to a movie, like, anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know, man. I just think that we're all in for a rude awakening and shit's going to get shut down again, which I'm all for. Like, I need everybody to fucking do a better job so that Comic-Con 2021 doesn't get canceled. Okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm looking completely selfish right now, and that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, the mortalities, people getting sick, like, obviously, that's we all need to fix that. But selfishly, I'm looking at shit that I can't do this year that I want to do next year. And because these fucking yahoos need to go to the movies, need to go to bars, and need to go to restaurants instead of just doing the responsible thing and not fucking, you know, staying at home. And then when they do go out not wearing face covering, like, I'm good, man. Like, stop being a fucking asshole. Do what we're supposed to do so that we can all get better together. Anybody see that guy at Walmart get his fucking ass whooped uh, by one of the employees trying to go in? Very satisfying. The man. Did you see that, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. He didn't really get his ass whooped, but it's like an older white man, shocker, trying to go into Walmart. And one of the employees is like, nah, bro, you got to wear a mask. <laughs> and he like is trying to beat up the employee, but the employee's a large man. And he's like punching him so much that he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> the, the puncher falls over? The puncher oh, man. falls over. That's a bad And look. like he's just hammer time. I got to get into this Walmart, shocker. And they're just like no man you can't even the people who are videoing are like dude we have a ma just take this mask and the old white man is like no nah, I'm, I'm, i don't need a mask this is america and i'm like i hate you <laughs> i feel better now i was waiting to get that off my chest i'm glad jared watched it damien i'll send it to you okay beth i don't know if you want to see it <laughs> yeah i don't think they're opening like i don't think they're opening for long periods of time i think so. get them getting sh maybe someone pushing the brakes on it before they opened is possible but once it happens like i think the floodgates are just gonna open well i've read too that there's some idea of like okay maybe we don't do a mass opening we do openings that are more in areas that aren't hard hit by the virus but that doesn't make sense because potentially people who in areas that are hard hit are going to leave those areas to then go into areas that don't have the virus and then that you know like what cross-contamination i don't know what the verbiage is for it but ends up being 
like when Damien was in Seattle, didn't want to leave Seattle because you're not supposed to do that. But then like doing this staged opening where like, okay, this city doesn't have a lot of the virus. So we're going to open them here. Like, are you going to stop people from crossing city lines or state lines to go to movies? And like, there's also this notion that I've been hearing a lot where, uh, I mean, it's probably the movie theater saying this, but like, if, okay, movie theaters wouldn't be that bad because if everyone's like facing the same way, like, you know, that stops it from, you know, the virus is spreading these two ways. And I'm like, that sounds like something you're pretending to believe so we could have movies again. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense if you don't look at science. Right. <laughs> like, if our president was to say that, I'd be like, yep, that motherfucker believes it. But there are natural, like, airflow, especially with right. air conditioning in a movie theater. So it's not like you're going to, you know, your air is just going to stay stagnant right in front of you. It's going to get picked up by flow somewhere. Right? Yeah. Damien, you're a smart guy. Yeah, I mean, there's... And there, then it's going to get recycled. Yeah, early on, there were there was a ton of, like, models and actual contact tracing from, like, restaurants where they mapped out, like, who was sitting at what table and, you know, who was the first person who had it and how it spread throughout the restaurant. So, like, it's, it's pretty clear that, like, being in a confined space, particularly <laughs> being uh, indoors, that's, like, the biggest thing is not being outdoors. Right. Um, you're going to be fucked. Right, with, with terrible airflow. Yeah, I don't know, man. But are I'm we sure going. that popcorn doesn't prevent it? Like, maybe that's an experiment. I don't know if run. anybody's actually, t- you know, anybody's tested that. No, it's tested popcorn. I believe you just have to like popcorn it. and a soda. Exactly. <laughs> a big giant syringe. I thought we were supposed to inject light. Did anybody actually try that? I mean, just inject a bunch of stuff and we'll see how people do. Like, okay, I don't, I don't really want to get into this that much, but real talk... <laughs> my fucking (laughs) in-laws said the light kills it sunlight kills it and i was like are you guys out of your fucking mind like if that was the case why wouldn't they tell us all to go stand outside for eight hours and we'd eradicate it right now like what are you talking about light kills it oh yeah that's why they can be at the sun at the beach huh (laughs) (laughs) these people are taking care of my kid oh god and i was just like i mean that's that's on you that is a that's a (laughs) It's a long discussion, Jared. We're not getting into that fucking rabbit hole right now. But like, I'm just using that as a as a talking point of what people think. And if this is how it's going to be, what are we? What are we, Damien? We're fucked. <laughs> Trademark. Yeah. Yeah, we're all fucked. So again, guys, just go home. Wear your mask. I'm trying to go to Comic Con next year. Okay. Beth's trying to go too. Mm-hmm. Jared, are you really going to fly out here? You don't feel like worried about it? No, I feel fine. I I booked the ticket and the plane is literally empty, so I'm not too I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> You're like fuck it, just you. I mean, if Damien right. could what? fly back and forth to uh, Seattle. <laughs> I mean, Damien had a mask on, like a legit mask. I mean, I could get how, a legit mask. How much was that flight? Just curiosity. <laughs> it was like a hundred something dollars round Dude. trip. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. This is the time to fly. Is Are you going to fly to Japan to see your daughter, Damien? No. She's going to have to wait mm. another year. Fuck, man. I got to tell both the kids. <laughs> Beth, the, the level of you think Damien really has children in Japan is what number? Um, Probably an eight. Eight out of what? <laughs> Ten. Fuck. I was, a daughter, I was... though. I don't, I don't buy the son part. I think that's just like a little friend or something. I was this close on Father's Day to posting a photo of me with Mizuki in the Discord chat and tagging Beth. 
And I didn't. Oh Why did you do that? I literally even composed <laughs> it, and then eventually, like, I just deleted. It. I was like, Nah, I can't do this. <laughs> she gets like upset about it too. That's my favorite. She's like this again. It's so I can't with this. Uh, all right, Justice League Snyder Cut got a teaser released. I guess it's a teaser. Uh, they're doing the the DC EU or DC is having a big like twenty four hour uh, pseudo like Comic Con next year. Because I'm assuming they just didn't want to do the Comic-Con at home, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Jared, you watch this. We all watch it. I don't mm. think any of us give a fuck about it or care what this little 30-second clip is. This is why we need Joe from Guy at the Movies. Damien doesn't care about it either. Jared, your question is what about this? Because I think that hits the nail on the head with your question. Uh, is this a Doomsday question? Correct. Yeah, what's, wasn't Doomsday in, the la- in uh, Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> and I said no. And then you looked it up and you said yes. Yeah. I still don't think we have a clear understanding. But I think the bigger question is, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> why does everybody think this... Why does everybody, like, think this movie is going to be amazing based on... I know we had Joe, you know, a couple podcasts ago. He's a he's a diehard DC fan. He tried to explain it. Made sense. I understand why they want to get it made and released. But I don't understand why anybody thinks this is going to be any different from the shit they put out before. Damien, we didn't have you on that pod. Do you do you care about this movie? Are you going to watch it? Are you going to get HBO Max for it? But better yet, do you think it's going to be any better than Shitty Justice League? Which I don't even know if you've ever watched. I, I did, unfortunately. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I remember listening to the podcast that you're talking about, the episode you're talking about, uh, where Joe basically gave the sort of reasoning why people are excited about it. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But there's yeah. no way that it's good. It's going to continue being trash. Sorry, I get Joe. why people are excited about it. I get that completely. Especially, you know, if you're if you're a diehard of this series or DC and you had an idea of, like, where it was going, it gets railroaded for whatever reason. But the original is so bad. How can this be? They're not redoing the fucking movie. Like, because you're adding a couple Easter eggs of characters that were supposed to be in it. Like... That's not going to change the shitty CGI. It's not going to change the shitty dialogue. It's not going to change the shitty tone. Like I don't understand how they make this movie any better. Jarrett? This kind of reminds me of, like, there's a lot of fan projects where they're recutting the Star Wars prequels into, like, one movie. And people sure. are, like, freaking out about it. And, like, it's so good. And, like, I watched a couple of them. I was like, I guess it's better, but, like you're like you're you got nothing to work with like the that's what are, i'm saying like there's just nothing there like sure maybe you can like fix a little thing here or there and make this make more sense or whatever but justice league has so many goddamn problems i don't get what could possibly be in the extra footage that is going to fix everything like there's it's just not there the star wars prequel comparison is perfect because i've seen one of those as well and yeah you can make it better because the original source material the original movies are so bad that yeah you can trim some of the bloated parts off you can cut some of the terrible you can cut the i hate sand part of attack of the clones out right and it's gonna be a better movie because that part has no doesn't push the 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 story you know further it doesn't need to be there cut it out um but you still have wooden dialogue for 90 percent of the movie you still have terrible effects for 90 percent of the movie so how are you going to fix that? You can edit it better. Yeah, it can feel like not as bloated of a movie. But you're you're still dealing with the same you know set of 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 things. I, mean, I don't get it. They even did this with Batman vs Superman and 
they added, I think, a, maybe like a half hour of stuff. And I remember all the nerds at work, like, going on and on. Like, oh, my God, like, it tell, now you know why, like, Superman couldn't see the bomb in the chair or, like, shit like that. But I'm like, you know what? It's still a movie where Batman sits down and opens a PowerPoint for ten minutes and looks <laughs> and looks at videos of other movies in the movie. Did like, they take Jesse Eisenberg's shitty version of Lex out of that movie and replace exactly. him with somebody else? Then no. So I'm good. Like, it's not going to be a better movie. Beth, do you care? No, I've only seen Justice League once, so this clip meant nothing to me except for the fact that I got to just stare at Gal Gadot for a minute, 30 seconds, whatever. I mean, none of us are thinking about that, so that's a better. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 some, that's a light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> yeah. right? It's a thumbs up. Uh-huh. Would you have been more pumped if it was Ben Affleck? Um, I think it's pretty equal. I'd have been excited for to see him there too, or you know. But she's just as good to who's, look at. Who, who's more attractive? Oh gosh, I've mm. loved him longer, but she's probably more attractive. <laughs> she's pretty attractive yeah. as Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Damien, I didn't think of it that way. Like, hey, we got to we got to look at Gal Gadot for. 30 seconds. I for sure <laughs> thought about that, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one that You'll could wait till somebody else says yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like kind of a... I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking at Gal Gadot for 30 seconds. That doesn't come off bad. True. Like, you know? For sure. She's a beautiful person, just like Henry Cavill's a beautiful person. I'm okay with looking at them. Yeah, I'm okay with looking at them, too. Yeah, yeah. Ezra Miller's kind of a weird-looking dude, though. I don't know if I want to look at him for 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Maybe. Yeah. Jared, what are you looking at, Jared? You're just like staring at something. Are you looking at Gal Gadot? No, no, I got a text from my sister. Oh, cool. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry to. Yeah, no, sorry. Let's, let's go fuck ourselves. Let's go fuck ourselves. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Comic Con at home, right? I didn't think that this was going to be anything when they announced it. I was like, all right, it's going to be some, some fluff. I don't know what they could possibly get. But looking at like what they've got so far, the panels they've got, I'm very interested. I'm also really, again, sad because a lot of this shit I would have liked to see in person. And the, my thought is these people all had panels scheduled. So they're like, all right, let's still do a virtual panel. Mm. I mean, Keanu Reeves, as far as I know, has never been at Comic-Con when I've been there. And he has two fucking panels this year. Like they're doing a pseudo Firefly reunion mm-hmm. conversation with Nathan Fillion with like four Firefly people. Like, what the fuck, man? So I'm going to, I guess the question is, is it, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because I think we might cover some of it. I know I'm gonna maybe be with Joe, the guy at the movies, um, on his YouTube channel. We might do something for that. I know we've talked about Beth and I and Gerald have talked about doing something. Beth, are you you don't watch panels? Like you and I don't go to panels at Comic Con. Are you gonna watch any of this? Like, are you interested in any of it? Yeah, I especially think I if it's will. free. I think it's. I'd be more entertained, yeah, like watching it online as opposed to going in person because. It really doesn't do much for me, but yeah, hearing interviews and watching panels, I'll, I'll watch some of them. Okay. Damien, do you ever watch any of this stuff? Yeah, I was just going to say, I actually think that I am more inclined to want to like attend, if you will, in quotes, um, because yeah. of this uh, versus the like in person thing. Because you like get the content without having to like wait in line. There are you know, no other smelly nerds that I have to deal with. Um, sure. It's just a lot easier. Is this, yeah, I'm with you. I think that um, some of the stuff like the, the, the back to the future, excuse me. I don't know why I always say back to the future, the bill and Ted's panel that they're going to do. I'm super interested in, 
because I'd like to see the dynamic of those two guys together again in person. Obviously, they're not going to be in person, but they're going to be, you know, pseudo like we're like we're talking to each other now. Um, I'm interested in how that is before the movie comes out. And I think anytime Keanu Reeves doesn't seem to do a lot of this stuff. So I'm interested in that specifically. I don't know that I'm going to watch much of the stuff that's there normally, like The Walking Dead, shows that are constantly there, Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, things like that. But some of the the newer stuff, like the Keanu Reeves panels, a couple of the other things, I'm very, very, very interested in. Jared, you're smiling. You have no interest in this. <laughs> no, I mean... I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it is. Are you going to watch highlights? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch highlights. And, like, at... I mean, I go to New York Comic Con, obviously, but and I can't imagine San Diego is that much different. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, like, the big panels were never a thing for me. Like, they were just, like... Me either. It was just... Like, I... I like, I, I go to, like, the tiny panels that are in, like, the room that sits, like, 100 people and are about, like, really, like, sure. weird niche shit. But, like, I don't want to sit through the fucking Walking Dead panel and then be like, oh, hey, yeah, like, this season's, like, there's a new bad guy. And everyone cheers and you're like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> how are you still into the show well, in season 11? Like, I think I think a lot of the draw for some of the shows is a lot of times they'll show the premiere at the panel. Which always so seems there like is a waste to me. Like, yeah, but okay. So say you're a big fan of, uh, like, say Lost, right? Lost yeah. was going to be there, and they're going into season three. I'm sure you'd want to spend the time going to the panel if you knew they were going to show the trailer for the new season three months before it came out. No, I would go see the trailer, but no, I'm saying like when they show like a whole episode of a show, like that's to me that just seems like a waste of time. Like, get the cast in there, like ask questions, like that's one thing. But if I'm just okay. going to watch a thing I'm going to see in a couple months anyway, and then when that time rolls around, I'll be like, oh, I already saw this one. Like, it just, sure. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, not, eh, I, I could do it. So you it. don't have the, oh, I saw it. None of you guys, you know, majority of the other people haven't seen it. You don't have that. Like, it doesn't feel special to you. No, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, who needs that ego debatable. boost? There's some people that like that. I get why, you know, for us, right? We're trying to create content. It makes sense for us to want to see that stuff first so we can talk about it on the pod. Like that mm. is, that makes sense for somebody like me or somebody, apparently not Jarrett, but like Damien, who we want to, Beth, we want to create something. So we want to be able to talk about something that maybe nobody else has seen. But I think that this is going to open up a different group of people who maybe normally wouldn't go to a panel like Beth, who then might go see watch a panel, whether it's like half of it, you know, all of it, whatever. I think that's opening up to a broader audience than just the people who go to Comic-Con. I mean, so I guess my, f go ahead. No, I'm saying it, it might, but like, again, going to a, a big giant panel at Comic-Con is such a pain. It's such a pain. I agree. Ass. Like, oh, you got to get your bracelet or stand in this big gigantic line. You don't even know if you're getting in and that, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And realistically, if it's like the last panel, you got to go in for the first panel and sit yeah. there all day. They don't even, New York don't even let you do that. And now they have this thing where they're, they'll have the panel in one room, and if that overflows, they'll put you in a room next to it, and you'll watch it on television anyway with other people. Yeah, like, which that what? doesn't make any it sense to me. No sense. <laughs> so I guess my follow-up question to this, is this like a slippery slope where this is what we're going to get now? Is this what, what Comic-Con's going to turn into? Is this what New York Comic-Con's going to turn into? What, you think just permanently Com doing, like, yeah. at home? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see it. I could. I mean, obviously, New York. New York is not happening, no matter what Rob says. And uh, no, there's but, no chance yeah. New York Comic Con's happening this year. But like, I mean, sorry, but like, I could see it happening again next year, just because it's a big giant crowd and yeah. maybe people will be a little skittish about it. I think. 
for Comic-Con, I think it could eventually happen, but I think it would be a long time coming because they do so much stuff off-site. But mm. I think that if they generate, obviously the, what they're going to do is they're going to make a ton of money off sponsors, right? That's where they're going to make all of their money is from advertising. If they can draw, you know, X amount of dollars advertising, and then they don't have to put in the money to rent the convention center to do all of these things, all these added expenses and employees and things. I don't know why they wouldn't just continue to do it like this. Yeah, Damien, you're like nodding. What do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I think that like, well, you know, we're seeing this in like other places where you know, the world changed very, very quickly because of of COVID and how, how you know how we've had to deal with that. And I think that events, just in general, are another area where things are having to adapt pretty quickly. And I think there are going to be some um, benefits to like this new model from like uh, probably a revenue perspective, even though things look shitty right yeah. now. And that I don't know that we're going to just like, like a, a switch will flip and we'll go back to the old way of doing all this stuff. I think it's probably just going to be some new version between the two, even after there's like a vaccine and all that shit. Yeah. I just don't know. Like I'm having, I'm starting to have general, like real genuine thoughts that like 2021 Comic-Con is not going to happen or just conventions are still not going to happen in 2021 because who's going to, well, and then I say this, but then like to Jared's point, you see restaurants that are overflowed the first day it opens. I'm still convinced if they decided, yeah, we're going to do Comic-Con 2020 in a, in a month, they would still draw and probably sell out. But I'm thinking for me personally, I don't even know if I still feel if I'm going to feel comfortable in 2021 if it happens going. So if I'm thinking that way, then it starts to seem logical that they would do this and have it all virtual, especially for smaller cons. Like, what's the point of putting on the con when you can make the same dollars in revenue based on like advertising on the website? Yeah, I think I it's know. good for you to assume that it is not going to happen next year and then be delightfully surprised if it does. <laughs> I don't live my life that way, buddy. I dwell. I mean, I know you do. That's why I said I think it's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, when am I going to see you fucks? Like, that's the only time I see you guys. Uh, not so me. So what, if we don't do cons, I just don't get to see... I mean, that's the last time I saw it's you. It's true, but prior to that, I mean, even when I was in Seattle and even in the Bay, <laughs> I was seeing you like every six weeks or something like that. Yeah, because you're getting tattooed. <laughs> I mean, I still get tattoos to in, visit. Anytime soon. I mean, you got to see this kid. Yeah, that's right. She's a fucking nightmare now. And Nicola, Anyways, I miss her. It's like just walking, causing like a ruckus. <laughs> best face. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're all in my wife's DMs, so I'm sure you guys talk quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> you're, are you? I don't know if you're a good dude. I'm starting to think like maybe you're not a great dude. <laughs> what do you think, Beth? Don't ask me that today. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, are you going to be sad when they don't do Comic-Con anymore? Well, yeah, of course. But uh, to the point you're making, yeah, I feel like even if it does like happen again, you're going to have a lot of panelists that are going to be like, well, fuck, I can just do it virtually. I'll just put me on the big screen. I don't want to show up. Like, Yeah. I mean, like uh, like what we talked about, Gerald really talked about it more than you and I did on the pod. We did, um, it feels like two years ago, <laughs> our guide to Comic-Con, which was in March, mm -hmm. um, which did really well. Thank you. It's like our sixth or seventh highest downloaded podcast ever. Wow, nice which is so weird. Um, he mentioned like, even when the cons start opening again, people might not want to be there, might not want to be around fans. Mm -hmm. 
And for me, that's like one of the biggest draws of Comic-Con is we get to meet these people. Mm-hmm. And if that's not going to happen, I mean, what's the point of going? Yeah. Like you're like I am, I think, with that, Beth. If if they're not bringing the actors, the talent in person, is there a reason to even go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Even if draw. they have it. I mean, we can walk around the floor one day. Yeah. And then we're good. I don't know. Now I'm just fucking bummed out. You're dwelling. So we're all going to watch. Yeah, I'm dwelling. We're all going to watch panels except for Jarrett because he says fuck panels. <laughs> is that is that the consensus here? I'll check in on like, I mean, I'll watch the Bill and Ted's panel. Like that's, that's interesting. I'm not, I'm not watching Walking Dead. Like, who cares? like honestly, who cares? No, I'm, I think I'm with you. I, I think right now there's maybe like three panels, four panels I'm interested in. And when I say interested in, like, I'll check it out. I don't know that I'm going to sit there for a full... I don't get to sit here and do anything for a full hour anymore. Mm-hmm. Just talk to you guys. This is the only time I get to sit and do one thing. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Damien, how do you feel about Jessica Chastain? How do I feel about Jessica Chastain? <laughs> <clears throat> I, can see the, I can see the wheels turning in your brain right now to make sure you say, like, the perfect appropriate thing. Well, just to make sure that I don't come off like a douchebag misogynist. That's true. I mean, you can, yeah, you're not a misogynistic person, so you're not going to come off that way. I don't think, I, I don't view you as that way, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm excited for the next movie that I just saw, a trailer that she's in. Um, I've seen some stuff that, like, I like her in and some stuff that, like, I don't particularly care for, um, but I do think that she's lovely, so. Okay, so when you say you've seen things that you don't care for, is it her or is it the film? It's, it's, it's probably some combination of both. The last thing that like sticks out in my mind is that X-Men, whatever X-Men movie she was in, which yep. was terrible. Yep. I don't know that that was her. That might have been like the character and how it was written in, in the movie. So I have not liked some of her films, but I've always liked her performance. X-Men was the first movie I've seen her in. I've seen a ton. I, I think I might have seen like 90% of her catalog because I'm... I, a big Jessica Chastain fan. I think she's one of the best actors working. Um, I think recently her performances have, have kind of gone down a little bit from where she was when she started. X-Men was the first time I watched her in something and was like, she's flat out not good. On top of the movie not being good, she wasn't good. Now, whether that's the character or whatever, she delivers the performance, so wasn't good. Are you excited about this? Because this is a different take on her. I like where we're going. Action movie. She's not... Like, she's not particularly young for a man or a woman. I mean, she's in her early 40s. So are you buying her as this, like, action hero, almost like John Wick-ish assassin type thing? Where it looks like pretty pretty physical role? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I think that, like, the John Wick comparison is perfect because he's not, you know, a spring chicken either. So, sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Did you ever watch Atomic Blonde? Uh, yes, I feel like I did see it once. I think we saw that in the theater. We, we might have. I'm almost yeah. positive I saw it. I don't okay. remember where. Did you like that? Because that's a little bit of a comparison to this, where that was, I think, this looks a little more campy than that did. Yeah, I, I don't remember enough of it to, like, maybe make okay. a, a comparison. All right. Beth, are you excited about this? Yeah, I thought it looked really good. Okay. Call, Is this know. something that you'll... Go ahead, Colin I'm sorry. Farrell, that's that's good enough for me. And then you add Chastain, Malkovich, you know, good cast. Anybody think the scene with chat with uh, John Malkovich and and uh, Colin Farrell fighting seemed odd though? 
It's like nobody mm-hmm. believe. Has anybody ever thought John Malkovich would throw a punch except for when he's fucking Cyrus the virus in Con Air? Like anybody <laughs> ever think he's gonna throw a punch at anybody? All right. I, I when I saw that I was like, eh. <laughs> but you you want to see this? Yeah, and I saw it when it listed like the char- the actors at the end. It said Gina Davis, and I didn't see her in the preview, but I was like, I was surprised by mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it did. I'm interested to see Gina mm-hmm. Davis in something. It's yeah, been a long too. time. Um, did you ever see Peppermint? Yeah, with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah how was that? I, I mean, it's me, so I liked it because I love her, <laughs> you know. But okay. I know it wasn't a good, great movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, that movie it, for me it was terrible. <laughs> and this feels like it's a, a a somewhere in the middle between Peppermint and Atomic Blonde. That's why I asked you, Damien, of like where I feel like it's believable. Because Atomic Blonde I didn't love, but it felt like the fight scenes feel, felt really real. But Peppermint is over-the-top bullshit. So this feels like it's somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Jarrett, you watched this trailer an hour I ago. Did. Or maybe about two hours now. Yeah, three. What's it, four in the morning? What do you think? I mean, I'll watch it on... I'm not rushing out to see it. I'll watch it on video. It seems fine. <laughs> Nobody's uh, rushing out yeah. to see anything. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, true. But uh, I did like <laughs> I did like at the end when they're listing everyone that's in it. It was like Jessica Ch- Academy Award winner Jessica Chastain, Academy Award winner uh, John Malkovich. And then it got all the way down to Colin Farrell, and he only had a Golden Globe. But I was like, oh, man, even Common has an Oscar. <laughs> like, poor Colin Farrell. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, to be fair, Jessica Chastain doesn't have an Oscar. She's just been nominated a bunch of times. Oh, is really? She never won? Mm-mm. Last time I think she was nominated was for Zero Dark Thirty. Interesting. And she lost to Jennifer Lawrence for fucking Silver Line, oh. Silver Linings Playbook or whatever it was, which is a oh, fucking travesty. That is. <laughs> oh. And she was nominated for The Hell. If I, if I could throw supporting. a movie out the window, it would be Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> Dude, you're talking my language right now. That movie was. I don't understand how that movie was popular. If anyone could explain the bet at the end of that movie to me, like I will give you a thousand dollars because I don't understand what was going on. Yeah, I don't. I don't get Whatever. it. Whatever. I'm excited though about this movie. Um, it's nice to see like another female action star. I like Chastain quite a bit, and I'm I'm interested in her taking this role because it's completely different than anything else she's ever done. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. And she's a redhead, and she's very attractive. Damien. True. Also, she's a pretty person. Colin Farrell also very handsome. Yeah, which is is sorry, which Jesus words, which is exactly what I was about to say. Uh, I think I just had a stroke. Yeah, Uh, I woke up this very morning uh, at five a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep, so I watched Minority Report. Uh, He looks strikingly similar. Yeah, I don't know if it's the if it's the is he he's Irish or Scottish? He's Irish, Irish. I think, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's the Irish genes, if it's the amount of drinking he does in real life, or if he just is like he's on the glow up. But he's like more more handsome yeah. now yep. than he was as as a youth. Yeah, he which I'm, I'm 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 there for it. I think he's underrated as an actor. I know a lot of people think he's kind of a clown. The movie that he was just in, The Gentleman, which I know Jared yeah. saw. He was like my favorite part of that pretty, whole movie. And that movie had a ton of good people. And he was great. His comedic timing in that was fantastic. And he's, with, I mean, there's Academy Award, you know, winning actors in that movie. So I don't know. I'm in. He's pretty handsome. And it's the the the, the freaking accent, mm-hmm. man. Accent gets yeah. me. 
I didn't put this on the agenda, but do we do we want to talk about Mel Gibson's remarks that he made to Winona Ryder Uh-oh. like 15 years ago? Mm. Anybody want to talk about that? Or are we just going to leave that 15 alone? 15 years ago. What it fit? It's like wait, is this the anniversary of, the least of that? Surprising what? things to hear, but it's bad. No, <laughs> she did an interview and she said that he made some anti-Semitic remarks to her 15 years ago, and homophobic. And I'm I'm paraphrasing, but it's something to the effect of her jumping out of an oven. Yeah, like Ooh. an oven. Wow. An, yeah, oh like an oven jumper. Escape the oven, something like that. Yeah. I don't know how we can. There's a lot of Mel Gibson movies I like, and mm-hmm. we all know he's a terrible person. I just don't know after this if I'm like, I don't think I can watch any, even the stuff that I liked prior. I'm certainly not, I've, I've said on the podcast, I'm not watching anything new he puts out, but I don't think I can watch any of his old shit either after this. Like, who says things that like is... that? Yikes. That's so and I think he came out and like said she was a liar. I'm like... You're really going to try to claim you didn't say this shit when all the other shit you've said is, like, <laughs> out there? Even, I'm all for, like, letting people, like, did they actually yeah. do it, right? Like, people who are accused need to have their moment, too. But like you said, Beth, based on all the other shit yeah. he said, that motherfucker said yeah. this, for sure. And he probably was drunk, and, mm-hmm. you know, he probably did slipped out when he was, but that's, like, that's what you, that's what you think, though. I don't, I just don't know how I can fucking watch anything he's been in anymore. Damon, you're worried about sounding misogynistic. (laughs) Would you watch anything now Mel Gibson's in? No, I was just going to say that bums me out because I was thinking about Maverick the other day. And now Uh, I can't watch it. I I love that movie. It's a great movie. That, The Patriot. There's like stuff I like low key that I will watch semi-often that he's in. I don't think I can do it now. Who says things like that? No, That's so offensive. I almost like begrudgingly respect it. Like, all right, you uh, you really went all in on this shit. Like, <laughs> you, you shine on, you crazy yeah. guy. I'm like, what the fuck? It's crazy, man. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can say those. I don't know. I know we probably shouldn't talk <laughs> yeah. about it on the podcast, but it was just something that came to my mind, and I was like, fuck this guy. So I just want to openly say, fuck Mel Gibson. I think we're all okay with that, right? We are all okay and with that. and. You're probably not listening, but fuck the guy who's leaving racist remarks on Joe Guy at the Movies live uh, YouTube video last night, dropping the N-word in his fucking, in his comments, and then claiming that you were autistic, and that's why you did it. What a... Damien, you missed that whole conversation. What a great world we live in. I know. Thanks for... Dude. Really just closing this podcast I just want to go to Comic-Con, man. Like, I just... Can we all just not be normal human beings so I can go to Comic-Con? All right, last thing we're going to talk about. Right before we went on the pod, Disneyland announced that they are not opening when they said they're going to open based on they didn't give a date. They didn't specifically say why, but the rumors are now coming out that the Disney Union has said, hey, we're not fucking going back to work when they want us to go back. And they've asked the governor, correct, Mm -hmm. to intervene in the because they haven't even approved them yet. They just assumed they were getting approved. Damien, you're not surprised they're not opening, I would imagine. No. Does it make sense that they're not open? Like, does Disneyland have to open as, like, proof of concept to the rest of the world to show that, like, we're okay? I don't think so. Like, there's tons of memes out there about, you know, about this. But basically saying that, like, in in March, the, like, fear of COVID was really high, but the actual danger was very low. And now, like, the fear is very low and the Vice danger versa. is very high. So, yeah. 
That's my guy Jim from the fucking office man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one of them that I saw. Um so yeah, I don't think they I mean they want to obviously it's a business and they're losing a ridiculous amount of money and even after they do open they're going to continue to lose a ridiculous amount of money because yeah. they're going to have to be open at reduced capacity. They're also with higher staffing. Right, right. Yeah. And they're also like um a bit under fire right now for some like outdated cultural things with like splash mountain and you know so anyways they have some shit that they have to deal with i'm sure they want to i don't think they should yeah i don't i'm not surprised i don't know what the rush is though again we this is like what we talked about in the movie theater i understand the economy needs to get going again i get that but like we're talking about fucking human lives so i don't understand the rush like disney can can maintain and be still in business with a year of their parks not being open. Like they just flat out can. They can they can generate income any number of different ways. They can stay in business. They are not a company that's gonna go out of business in a fucking year. So I don't understand the rush to get open. Jared, are we still not gonna be able to get you to go to Florida? Because now it sounds like that's the only viable option is to get you to actually go to Florida instead of Disney. I mean, is Florida is Florida open or are they op- what's the plan down there? Because it seems like Florida is about to sink into the sea with all the COVID they got going on down there. I agree with you, but unless the union is able to do something there and get their governor by who appears to be not interested in, you know, his people's well-being, mm-hmm. um, they need to get him to intervene. They've already been approved there. Jesus. From my understanding, they were already approved. Wait, like weeks before Disney even put theirs in front of um, the governor to find out if they would be approved. I mean... Ugh. And I was even reading a thing today about Florida, like there's people, like nurses are being like kind of strong-armed to like scrub COVID deaths off like their books so like it, the numbers don't look as bad down there. It's a fucking mess. But it's Florida. I mean, dude. I'll totally go. Like if you guys buy my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, if this man can fly across the country for $100, it's going to be $10 in a fucking book of stamps to fly him to Florida. So like, can you put in on that? Yeah, I'm in. I, t- I already said it. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. What do we got? We just need to come up with a Although, format so this guy can... Apparently, the other thing I was reading is Disney in Florida, they are... You have to... If you are not a Florida resident, you have to prove you've been in... You've been quarantining for two weeks before you go to Disney. Bro, you've been quarantined for like two no, months. No, no. What I'm saying is, if I fly... If you fly to Florida on Tuesday, you can't go to Disney on Wednesday. If you're not... Yeah, you gotta wait two resident. weeks. Yeah, that's what yeah, you're that's saying, what, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're checking for it, apparently. You got something to do? No, I'm saying you want to pay. You want to pay for Work me to work from Florida for two weeks. If, if you want to pay for me to kick it at the Woodland Lodge or whatever those that hotel is, like I'm down for that. What's a what? What the fuck is the Woodland Lodge? Like Where are you pulling things? Last thing? time I was there, we stayed like we stayed on Disney property, and it's like literally a hotel that looks like a gigantic log cabin. <laughs> like that was the aesthetic of it. I mean, they have cabins there. All right. No, no, it We're wasn't a no, no. It right was now. a hotel, but it was built to look like any like an eight floor tall log cabin. That's the, that was the resort. It's the Wilderness Lodge, wilderness I believe, Lodge. is what it's Thank called. You. We're not going to send you to the Woodland or the Wilderness Lodge, but I'm pretty sure you can <sighs> rent an Airbnb in Florida for a month for like $9. <laughs> and a book of stamps. And a book of stamps. Damon, we got to whiteboard this. We got to get this going. No, I don't, we don't I even need, need, need whiteboard content. shit. I'm ready to cut checks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those Zuck bucks. <laughs> ba- Beth, Beth. Who the fuck is Beth? Beth. Can we get you to go to Disneyland? Like, what what do we got to do? Disneyland? Can we get you to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it opens? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
What about Downtown Disney? They're opening on time. You want to go cruise around Downtown Disney? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's outdoors. There'll be sun. I won't, you know, it kills the virus, so I'm good. Right. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I just again, I'm I'm semi bummed out because like I I was all excited to take Violet you know, around her birthday after she got her fucking measles shot to Disneyland. Obviously, this was way before any of this was happening. And now I, I can't do that. Can we talk about again, how she's going to be a year in a couple weeks? I don't. Oh I'd rather gosh. not. <laughs> Dude, that little fucking kid, all she wants to do is bite people right now. <laughs> like, she's on this. I'm going to go on a little tangent right now because it's been a rough, rough, like, three days. She's at the point now where she's like... In that stage, which I've read is completely normal, where now she's like testing her boundaries. So everything is like, oh, let me take that from you. And then we're going to like redirect because that's what we're trying to do. But as soon as you take it, it's fucking meltdown city right now. <laughs> and then it's all about like how you react to the meltdown. But everything is a big deal to her. So like you got to let her melt down for like 30 seconds and then she's over it. But it's like all I'm dealing with in my house is a fucking screaming child <laughs> right now. And I can't leave. Damien and I had a long <laughs> conversation via text about this. I don't know what to do because I'm losing my shit. So any advice? Anybody? Beth and Jarrett, you don't have kids, but I'd take Wait, any advice. Wait, you and Damien had a long Damien conversation where you were like, I want to leave. And he was talking you out of it? Is this what I'm hearing about this right now? No, no. I didn't say I want to leave. I was just talking about like how it was difficult because like everybody, I'm quarantined. I'm not doing anything. So like I'm working at home. I'm being dad at home. I'm being husband at home. Like, it's difficult doing all of these things within the same roof and not having a time to, like, decompress anywhere or, like, go do anything. And now my little child, who Beth just said is going to be one in fucking two weeks, is being a little pain in my ass right now. <laughs> and nobody's got any sympathy or fucking no advice. advice. We've got no I mean, solutions. I mean, I'd say hit her, but that's I'm a poor source. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm a poor source. Yeah, I can't place. do that. I can't do that. No, she's awesome. I'm. I'm just saying. She's like learning, <laughs> testing her boundaries, and she's biting. And so. she's a biter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, man. She's got um, chompers now. Yeah, she's she's not gumming you. Yeah, man. She's got fucking six yeah, teeth. It's a lot. I tell you, she bit my dog. <laughs> oh, oh, poor no. Harry. She bit Harry's hip, and he was like, "What the oh. fuck?" <laughs> and then she just pulled away, and she had a mouthful yep. of fur. Oh God. Yuck. <laughs> And he just got up and walked away like, what the fuck? You know, and he looked at me like, you going to do anything about this? <laughs> and I was like, bro, you got to like, you got you to gotta let her know. <laughs> so, yeah, man, poor bastard. He's like, I don't know what he's doing. Poor guy is just in, his, in a perpetual state of like panic. <laughs> like if we're sitting in her room and the door is open so she can go out like on the landing she likes to close the door right now. He can be laying down. If the door closes, he's up and panicked. Because he's like, I don't have anywhere to go. Like, I can't go anywhere now. She fucking closed the door and she's going to come get me. <laughs> the dude is just panicked all the time. Poor bastard. Poor bastard. All right, last thing. Anybody watching anything interesting? Anybody got anything they want to talk about? I just watched The Boys. I finished The Boys. I don't know why it took me so long. I really enjoyed that show. So I know that's not new. I mean, that show's been out for fucking, feels like six, seven months at this point. I don't know if anybody on the pod has watched it. I know Damien hasn't. Beth yeah, has I've, not. I've, I've, I've Jared, watched it. I liked it a lot. you like it? Oh, yeah, I did a lot. It, I thought it was like what, it was what Zack Snyder was trying to do with Man of Steel, but just, but good. <laughs> Great analogy. I feel like it's if, if 
It felt like if Tarantino did like a superhero Kinda, movie. Yeah. Are you offended by the amount of times that, uh, what's his name? The dude who played Bones uh, on Star Trek. Oh, uh, Carl Urban. Anyways, Carl Urban uses the C word. Nah, he's he's British. That's just, that's he's like hello over there. It's, <laughs> it's every, in every line of dialogue, the C word is coming out. <laughs> and he's like the star. <laughs> It's a lot. I'll All give right. you that, but it never bugged, it never really bugged a me. A ton. Jared, are you watching anything? Uh, I'm kind of burnt on TV. The only thing I I did start finally watching uh, the second season of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, and? and it, that show's fucking amazing. It's like one of the best things on it TV. It really is. I can't believe how like I when I heard they were making that movie to a show, I was like, uh, this will be like on for a year and it'll be done. But they really turned it into like something completely amazing. Uh, like every episode works. There's a sp- oh the um, the mood vampire. I forgot his name. Was it Colin? Or who's like just yeah, the- yeah, yeah. yes, energy vampire. Yeah, energy vampire. Thank you. <laughs> the Colin bit Robinson. when they're talking about what they did over the summer, and he says like, "Oh, I bought a convertible, and I just blocked the Lincoln Tunnel for three hours." <laughs> <laughs> that made sense to you. I was like, "Oh, you're my hero." <laughs> Damien, do you watch anything? No, I haven't. I mean, I've been fairly busy with moving last weekend, and I've been trying to spend some time outside. Just in general, I just need to be outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, I look at a screen a lot during the day, and so I'm trying to spend Dude. time not looking at screens. <laughs> Are you going to watch What We Do in the Shadows or The Boys? Uh, yeah, after the reviews and insight about what we do in the shadows, I definitely want to watch it. I just haven't started yet. What about the boys? I don't remember us talking about that one, so I have no idea what it is. Jared, how do you, how do you describe is, the boys? It's, it's kind of like if, okay, if superheroes actually existed, like they probably wouldn't like, or rather if people with superpowers existed, like they probably wouldn't actually be heroes. Like, so there's this group of heroes called the seven who are basically the justice league. Like there's an Aquaman there's a flash, all this kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're all, they work for this like evil monolithic. I mean, they're still people. So like they need money. So they all work for this like monolithic <laughs> evil corporation. And the best thing I could do to sell you on this is like the, one of the opening scenes of the show is like, this is guy making out with his girlfriend on like a, on just like on the street and the flesh is running by and bumps into her and just obliterates her into a, an explosion of blood all over the streets. And he just goes, sorry, and keeps on going. Yeah, so think about, Damien, think about if Marvel was real, mm-hmm. okay? And those superheroes were real, but they worked for Marvel. They would also film the Marvel movies, but then they'd be real superheroes too. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Captain America would actually be, like, saving people and fighting thanos but he'd also be making the captain america movies okay about himself that's what about himself that's what this is about but they're all terrible human beings (laughs) what um and they call him soups and to jared's point the flash runs into a girl at a thousand miles an hour and you just see goop it's an incredibly incredibly violent move uh, show. What uh And at some point somebody may pick up a baby who has laser eyes and use it as a weapon. Oh, okay. So good. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in any show ever. Where is it streaming? Uh Amazon. It's on Amazon. Okay. All right. And it's got like Seth Rogen is an executive producer, so it's got like a It's it's a comic book, I think too. It was well. a comic book, yeah. Um but Seth Rogen it's got like a lot of humor in it as well. 
but it's incredibly, incredibly violent. And they don't really care about like fucking like babies up. <laughs> right. They're like, we're gonna kill kids and it's gonna be whatever. Deal with it. A lot of there's like some some like rape, like like Aquaman oh trying to rape God. people. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's not a good look. Okay. All right. I mean I have mixed feelings at this point, but I think you'll enjoy the fuck out yeah. of it. You might not look at Superman the same way. <laughs> Beth, what are you watching? Um, I watched Dead to Me. I finished. I watched season one and two. Okay. Everybody likes that yeah, show a lot. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, it okay. was really good. It's Christina Applegate is great. And I'm not a big like Christina Applegate fan, but she's she's really great in this. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it. That's all I've watched. I just haven't binged anything else but but that recently all right you should watch the yeah, boys as well i think you'd enjoy I'll it probably watch that yeah you don't have to be a superhero like fan mm. to enjoy it um has anybody ever watched a show called dark on netflix Mm-mm. which is a german show but it's like got a, a stranger things feeling to it Mm-mm. it's been out for a couple of years but i guess they're on like season three it was recommended to me to watch i haven't watched it yet i watched the trailer for the first season it looks fantastic mm. but it's all in german subtitles mm. or excuse me it's in english subtitles it's filmed in german but i guess there's a dubbed version too but i can't i can't imagine watching a dubbed version is going to be any mm-hmm. better um it looks fantastic so i think that's probably going to be on the short list of what i'm going to watch next at least try it but i would say like check out that trailer and see what you guys think what is it about like what's the what's the pitch like it it feels like Stranger Things, but like more Stranger. adult, hmm. like more serious. Is it good? But because I've only watched the trailer, I can't tell yeah. you like if it's good or not. But it looks great, and it was highly recommended to me hmm. by someone who who's recommended other things that have been really hmm. good. So I don't know. All right, guys. Has anyone else uh, been distracted oh. this entire podcast by the Mickey ears on Anthony's shirt, just looking like boobs? Because that's all we see is the ears. I mean, is that better? <laughs> well, I mean, is that better? Fuck, Beth. Nothing like calling me out right at the end. Damien, you got anything to say to Beth? <laughs> no, uh, Beth. I'm, whoa, did you see the look just shot me? <laughs> um, Dude, she was so mad at no. you because you were like, fuck you and your history. I, well, I was looking at something else, and she assumed that my expressions had to do with what she was talking about. Oh, okay. That's um, the story you came up with. I get it. Beth, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that you're a lovely not person. Very good. I miss you. Uh, I'm going to send you a cat meme in the next 24 hours. Uh, your hair looks great. Uh, and like your makeup. I think the thing we learned about this pod, or on this pod, is that we need to watch... Uh, what the fuck is it called? What's the what's the Hamilton. play called now? Hamilton. Hamilton. So that Beth and I can have a history lesson. Mm. I think that's a good thing. I mean, I'm good. I'm I'm solid on my U.S. history, but I'm just saying, I would I would enjoy helping Beth learn about our history. It's You're very important. Like not helping at all. I mean, she's she's in. <laughs> Beth and I can have a healthy dialogue, not like shitty, like snarky, like you were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You snarky son of a bitch. That's true. I can't argue with that. All right, guys. Thanks for being on. Damien, hopefully we, I can see you on Friday. We're going to record again, maybe, see how my attitude is. <laughs> and uh, But I appreciate you guys being on. Jarrett, thank you. It's 12-12, your time oh God, in, the, in the morning. So thanks for being on, and we'll do it again uh, shortly, guys. All right. All right, everyone. That is another Pop Culture News Podcast down. 
Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Damien, Beth, and Jarrett for being on. That was a fun one. I know it got a little uh, little off the rails there, but I think that's that's what's that's what's fun about this podcast is it's it's honest conversations, all a group of friends, and we just you know we're all dealing with some stuff, and uh, I think it's cathartic to talk to each other about it. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, give us a follow on Instagram at the Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Always ask for five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That helps the podcast grow. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Everybody be safe. Do what you got to do. Take care of each other. Be kind. And shout out to Gary Oldman.